Welcome to another Inside Lyme podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Cameron. In today's episode, Dr. Cameron will be reviewing a topic that was recently featured in Vox Magazine. The article entitled, Long COVID Isn't As Unique As We Thought, reviews some commonalities between patients with post-COVID-19 symptoms and those with other chronic illnesses, such as Lyme disease. Good evening, Dr. Cameron. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for leading the discussion, Darlene. Can you start us off a little bit about um, describing that this author t- talks initially about the fact that infections have for for decades really um, triggered long-term symptoms, and this, this is nothing new. You know, there's so much uh, focus in medicine on acute issues, but there has been some discussion of long-term illnesses after an infection since at least 1889, uh, in this article, they were, it was discussed in this article. And so um, they were talking uh, about someone who had long-term symptoms in that article. Now, the author goes into, in, in quite detail, uh, Dr. Craig Spencer's experience in 2014 when he contracted Ebola. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what some of his um, long-term symptoms were? Dr. Spencer made the news. He was so sick, but he was a uh, part of this organization called Doctors Without Borders. But fortunately, they were able to bring him back and get him better, despite how serious he was. At that point, we were focused on acute issues. That's what we do now. We focus on acute Lyme, focus on uh, acute COVID uh, with all of the pneumonia, the heart issues, the renal issues, the vascular problems. Dr. Spencer uh, ended up with some chronic problems. Uh, Now, in the article, Dr. Spencer is is quoted saying that the symptoms were subtle but noticeable um, as far as his ability to concentrate and his ability to form new memories. And he also continued to have muscle and joint pain and fatigue. Now, these are issues that Anyone who has Lyme disease continues to describe, you know, that fatigue, muscle and joint pain, uh, concentration problems. And so I would imagine that uh, it was new to him to hear these same issues. And he, in fact, started talking about how come the long hauler, these uh, long COVID patients are complaining about the same problem he is. And he really did a good job of explaining what it's like to live with those problems since 2014. Can you tell us a little bit about what we we already know or what we know so far about long haulers for with COVID-19 and any similarities that you've seen with Lyme disease? What was uh, coming out was that uh, patients were starting to complain about chronic issues. Now with the social media, it didn't take very long for people who had chronic issues related to uh, COVID to get together and explain it. And very quickly, the medical researchers were looking at COVID and what happened long-term. And, you know, we always think, well, it's intensive care unit, they're on a respirator, they're severely sick, and there's something called COVID delirium, which is called acute confusional state. Up to 90% of people with this long-term chronic issue weren't in the hospital. So in studies where one out of three have problems and we're dealing with millions of of cases of COVID, 
even if it's not one out of three, it's still a sizable number are complaining about this, these pains, uh, fatigue, and concentration problems. Now, this author focuses a bit on Ebola, COVID-19, and, and mentions Lyme disease as well um, as continuing to give chronic symptoms in patients following the inf infection, but other illnesses are mentioned in the article as well as possibly doing this. There's the post-viral syndrome, which is uh, um, chronic fatigue syndrome, ME syndrome, uh, but there's even something called medically unexplained symptoms called MUS. They also mention that in children, there's something called multi-system inflammatory syndrome. Uh, we might also know um, that some people related to strep will get pandas or pans. Uh, we know about those neuropsych issues that come from strep. So strep's a bacteria, Ebola, chronic fatigue, and um, COVID are all viruses. So Lyme typically is a, we think is a bacteria, atypical bacteria or a parasite. So it seems like you can get this illness from a, a whole range of different infections, not all viral. It seems that the COVID-19 has really opened up the eyes of some of the, the medical professionals to consider post-infectious chronic symptoms. Yeah, most of the symptoms, uh, the cognitive problems, fatigue and pain, have been dismissed by quite a few doctors. The doctors favor the acute problems, the organ problems, but the patients aren't there. They're wanting to wrestle with these chronic problems. And when I mention this list of problems, often it leads to functional problems where they have difficulty in the house, running the house, a lot of difficulty if they're in school with uh, processing information, uh, keeping their mood up, uh, keeping the focus, and if you're working and you're trying to work, trying to get things done safely and effectively and hear what your, your coworkers are saying, all of these symptoms mean something if you want to function and if you also want a good quality of life. Why do you think there's such a hesitancy on the doctor's part to um, take the, the chronic aspects more seriously and really listen to the patient? Well, the chronic problems tend to require listening, as you just mentioned. Uh, there isn't a good blood test yet to tell us uh, who has long hauler from COVID, from Ebola, from Lyme, chronic fatigue. So you, you can't assess who has it unless you talk to the patient. You also can't assess when they get better because there's no clear, clean blood test to say how how severe you are, who has it, who doesn't, how they get better. With COVID, there really isn't a great test. There is a test to show if you've been exposed to COVID, but even that test is not reliable. There are people who seem to have COVID without a positive blood test. Uh, there seems to be people who um, have uh, disease and never get sick. So there isn't any good screen for the chronic parts of COVID just the acute side. So all of these diseases tend to get lost in the shuffle. Well, it sounds like the chronic symptoms becomes a broad, are broad ranging. So they involve a lot of medical skills and a lot of medical specialists to, to include. Well, often 
they have a certain pattern that's from the immune system. Uh, the immune system, uh, sometimes we refer to them as cytokines. Sometimes we call it the fight or flight, the, the adrenaline system. And so when the immune system is busy, it tends to um, have every neurotransmitter turned up. So that's why there's so much fatigue, uh, so much a wired feeling where you don't get much out of sleep. You can't concentrate or focus. Every neurotransmitter for mood is high, so you get lots of moods. The pain fibers are turned up. The autonomic nervous system that controls getting up, changing position, and autonomic for gut are all turned up. So one is to recognize that there is a problem, recognize that it's typically an autoimmune or at least an impaired immune. I, I refer to it as an impaired immune. And then got to figure out what's the cause. Now, this author uh, dives into a, a little bit about what some of those cause, the causes might possibly be. Uh, one suggestion is that the virus changes the RNA and protein in the body. We know the immune system is up. So they're thinking, well, maybe there's some particles left from the infection or particles left from the tick-borne infections that it could keep the immune system going. Maybe it's because the immune system has a life of its own. So they, they refer to it as autoimmune. There's a lot going on as trying to identify what the problem is. Um, I find it's tricky because you, you can recognize that there's an immune issue but what's the cause when it can be from a bacteria or a virus? Now, I understand Dr. Spencer had some closing remarks that the author referenced in the article. Dr. Spencer um, reports that he um, is joining this growing chorus of health professionals, patient advocates, and researchers who want to reframe how we think about corona long haulers. So I think that uh, means that he's joining the effort um, I think that you know, the Lyme community and uh, the COVID all are just beginning to discover um, what to do to frame the discussion so we can make some progress in this long overdue area. And I think I have patients all the time who have been begging for reframing the discussion, including these issues that have been identified by this Vox article and uh, getting on with the uh, a better plan for these people with chronic illness. You must have found that some of your patients are feeling validated. Validation is one step, but uh, the next step is uh, how to come up with a plan that recognizes the illness and gets uh, to some successful treatments. Well, thank you, Dr. Cameron, for joining us this evening. It was a very uh, enlightening discussion and a great article to read where the link is over on your blog for anybody who would like to read the, the article in full. Thank you, Darlene. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell.